Hundreds of fans showed up Wednesday to send the Bears off to Houston in anticipation of tonight's game. It was a short but raucous party featuring the players and head coach Scott Drew reveling in the anticipation of a game that we played in front of 40,000 plus inside Reliance Stadium and millions more on television. Baylor Nation seems bigger than ever these days, pulsating with the energy that only March Madness can provide. But many remember that this wasn't always the case. We had 1,500 people showing up for the game. You had little hope of winning, but you were there to, to, to do the sick bears. They couldn't get, you know, they couldn't get any worse than they were, and we had nowhere to go but up. It really, uh, I think, accentuates where Baylor is when you look at where they started, you know, where they started, where the program was when Coach Drew got here. Much has been made of where the program was when Coach Drew got here following a scandalous summer of 2003, a low point for a program that found sustained success elusive since the days following World War II. The team advanced to the Final Four in 1950 when the NCAA tournament consisted of just eight teams. In the intervening 60 years, the Baylor men finished with a winning record just 23 times. But there remained in that time fans who supported the team no matter the situation. Voice of the Bears, John Morris, has been around the program for over 30 years now and has come to know many of them. Our fans are so resilient and they're so loyal, and they uh, they have uh, you know supported Baylor through thin and thin a lot of times. Wes Bailey is one of those fans. Both he and his wife and all four of their parents are Baylor graduates. His office at his family's insurance agency features pictures of him handing all three of his children their diplomas upon graduating from Baylor. Growing up, rooting on the Bears was a way of life. As a kid growing up, went to all the basketball games in the old Heart of Texas Coliseum. So you've been going to Baylor games basically my whole life. Absolutely. Another such fan is Chris Fuentes. He hasn't been going to Baylor games for quite as long, but he's got the hardware to prove his fandom. The 25-year-old was named the Skip Goring Fan of the Year at a game against Texas this year. Others having taken notice of the dedication of a fan who shows up at every game when the doors open. His grandmother worked in admissions at Baylor for 25 years and took him to every game from the time he was young. He hasn't missed a game since, well, since when? I have not missed a game since probably probably back to the Harry Miller days. The Harry Miller days lasted from 1994 to 1999. That's over a decade of perfect attendance. A model the students he serves as a truant officer at Lake Air Intermediate School might be well advised to follow in the classroom. Morris, Bailey, Fuentes, and many who have supported the program for decades have heard that good old Baylor line played after far more losses than wins. Fans like Bailey and Fuentes had to wonder if the only private school in the Big 12 would ever rise above the crowd. Yes, there have been moments when I wondered, can we ever get there? And, uh, and when Scott Drew came, he, he, he talked the talk and kind of gave us hope and that, that, that this could happen. And we all kind of grinned and shook our heads and, and laughed a little bit under our breath, thinking, we love your youthful enthusiasm. Can it really come to pass? And lo and behold, he did. I remember my early conversations with him, him talking about going to a Final Four, and that seemed a long way away at that particular time, but it's not very far away now. Athletic Director Ian McCall remembered those early days when Drew was a youthful, enthusiastic 32-year-old head coach. But Scott Drew's belief and Ian McCaw's decision paid off, and now there are more fans than ever inside the Farrell Center. And then there's the winning. For John Morris, Baylor Athletics is his livelihood as the voice of the Bears, but he's also a fan, having graduated from the university and either covered or called their games since then. He spent far more time broadcasting games that Baylor was losing than winning. 
And while Morris downplays his role, it's a lot more fun for he and analyst Pat Nunley to join their colleagues in calling games late into March and in front of packed home crowds than it is to sit and watch them elsewhere. And the Baylor Bears are dancing into the Sweet 16. Baylor wins over ODU tonight, 76-68, the final score. Sweet 16, John, can you believe it? And Pat Nunley and I talk about this. During the games, at some point, we'll just take our headphones off and just sit and look around and think, wow, isn't this great? I find myself actually slapping myself in the face thinking, wait a minute, is this, this is men's basketball, is that right? Wes Bailey and his family will be at Reliance Stadium tonight, and Chris Fuentes is riding down with a friend to cheer the Bears on. And what will it feel like to watch the program that they watched during the downtimes playing in such rarefied air? Um, I just... I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say sometimes because you know, um, I don't know. It's just really, it's, it's Baylor basketball is just really special to me. The dream weekend for Baylor basketball fans begins tonight when the men take on St. Mary's at 6:30. The women will play Tennessee and Memphis for the right to advance to the Elite Eight tomorrow morning at 11. For KWBU News, I'm Derek Smith.